Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hetty coming to you live from your Belinda, California. How are you, my love? I'm great, thank you. Very good. We're still dressed up in our teaching clothes. <laughs> yeah, I wore a black t-shirt. Yes, that's what I wore. Hey, you want to tell them about resurrectministry.com? What would they find there? But you didn't say anything about the Living Fearless devotional. Oh, we are here for the... <laughs> <laughs> you just skip right over to me. Living Fearless Living Fearless devotional is why you are here, to hear... What we have to say, and then when you do that, I know it cues me oh, to the resurrect ministry. That's why you're thrown off. Yes, yeah. both nights now. I'm like a I'm like a squirrel. I I need a routine. <laughs> so resurrect squirrels ministry. need a routine. Yes, they like to do the same same nut, same tree. I'm just making that up. Anyways, so resurrectministry.com. That's where you can find all of our content. It is about spreading the gospel to the corner, every corner of the earth through the internet. Uh, so deepen your relationship with Christ, find resources there uh, that will benefit you. And you don't even have to leave your house to, to deepen your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I actually met um, Jesus on YouTube. So this is uh, the calling that the Lord put on my life to create this resource. And now me and Andy do it together. So you can find Andy's Fearless Man podcast, these shows, you could find some books to read, some praise and worship bands to listen to, charities to donate to. And if you're interested, you can donate to us as well. Yes. So make sure and do that. Wow. We already have a bunch of comments. Let's see what people have to say. Hey, Lisa's Hi. here. Nice to see you, Lisa Hi, Wood. Lisa. And Iris, we haven't seen you in a while. Iris. De la Torre. <laughs> and Lisa, what again says? Oh, can't, can't wait to hear about class. Yes. And Cindy says, hi, hi. <laughs> All right, let's read the devotional first and then we'll get to the class. Okay. Does that sound good to you? Anticipation. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, wait a minute. I got to go back. I should have been prepared. Uh, we're reading from uh, my, mor my morning. My morning. Uh, we're reading from morning by morning. Uh, by Charles Spurgeon for January 10th. The reference is 2 Timothy 4, 8, that says, there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. Amen. Charles Spurgeon says, oh, doubting Christian, you have often said, I'm afraid I'll never enter heaven. And he says, fear not. All the people of God will enter. All the people? Of God. Of God. That's the, that's the key. Uh -huh. I love the refreshing statement of a dying man who exclaimed, I have no fear of going home. I've sent everything on ahead of me. God's finger is on the latch of my door, and I am ready for him to enter. L yet he was asked, are you not afraid you may miss your inheritance? Oh, no. No, he responded. There is one crown in heaven the angel Gabriel cannot wear. It will fit no one's head but mine. And there is one throne in heaven. Even the apostle Paul could not fill. It was made for me and I will have it. Oh, Christian, what a joyous thought. Your inheritance is secure. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. But do you, ask, do you still ask if it can be forfeited somehow? No, it is guaranteed to God's descendants. If I am a child of God, I will never lose it. And it is securely mine as surely as if I were already there. Come with me, believer. Let's sit atop Mount Nebo and view God's promised land, even Canaan. Do you see the river of death glistening in the sunlight? It's kind of cryptic. I know. <laughs> 
Yet across it, do you see the spires of the eternal city? Do you see the thriving countryside with its joy, joyful inhabitants? So basically saying, as you pass the river of death, you get to glory. Mm. Ah, thank you. And it just got it. Yeah. All right. Then you know that if you could fly across to it, you would see written upon one of its many mansions these words. This is reserved for someone special Aww. and is being held for him alone. Someday he will be caught up to dwell with God forever. Poor doubting soul, look at your wonderful inheritance. It is yours. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, if you have repented of your sin, if your heart has been renewed, you are one of the Lord's people and there is a place reserved just for you. A crown has been stored up for you and a harp has been a especially harp. harp. Yeah. yeah. Did you know we get a harp? No, I don't even know how to play the harp. <laughs> I better get, do they give you lessons? Do I, get a I private presume lesson? it's downloaded. <laughs> oh, okay. And a harp has been specially provided for you. Hmm. Can you imagine playing the harp for eternity? No. That's what, actually, that's one of the things that Randy Acorn makes fun of. He's like, oh my God, the way people think of heaven, that it's like this monotonous, terrible music that you play over and over again for the rest of your life. No wonder people worry about an eternity in this boring place. No one else will take what is yours, for it is reserved in heaven for you. And throughout eternity, it will be yours, for there will be no vacant thrones in glory once all of God's chosen have been gathered in it. Wow. So, so first of all, yes, I think, yes. Oh, Christian. Uh, if this is what somebody often says, I'm afraid I'll never enter heaven. Dear friends, if any of you, anyone listening to us today feels that way, uh, please get right with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because no believer should feel that way. And uh, we'll cover some scriptures in Jim Ryman. And I pulled up some other ones about our assurance of salvation, because one of the greatest gifts of all is coming uh, to the Lord in repentance and being renewed and sealed until the day of redemption. It is you don't you don't want to ever doubt that. And I think um, one of my fascinations with heaven is I know I'm going and I want to know what it's like. I want to know as much as possible, because then it helps me to stop focusing on this life and things in it so that I can focus on all the amazing things that are going to happen in my intermediate heaven. And then the final earth, which is the new heaven and the new earth. Wow. Look at you mapping it all out. Yeah. I'm, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. <laughs> I've got a crown. I've got a house. Apparently now I have a harp. Yes. And I intend to get more than one crown. Uh, because I'm going to go out tomorrow and look at harps. Yeah, so just to keep yeah, I just want to be ready. I, I hate to show up and not know how to play. But you will, because mm. we all will know all things. I don't know. I think we better take lessons. So all joking aside, uh, if you do not yet know the Lord Jesus Christ, please do um, meet him where you are. It is absolutely possible with any with sincerity. If you seek God, he will reveal himself to you. And if anyone doubts their salvation, uh, let's also talk about that as well, because um, as he says, anyone who professes Jesus Christ as Lord and believes unto him and turns to him in repentance shall be saved. You know, I got to tell you that for and I and I, I mentioned that I had a, a a different period of time as a Christian, 20 some odd years, which is completely different than the last three years. It's almost like I'm in a new religion. 
No, it's because you you receive the Holy Spirit. Okay. So before so prior, that, you were one of those fake before, Christians. Before, <laughs> the, ones, the ones that they warn you about. Before that, and, and Sass actually knew me uh, before that. She's joining us. I'm so happy to see you. I haven't uh, seen you in a very long time. She's uh, she from the Vaseo. Vaseo. Yes. Nice. And I'm not sure if she was there on that day. I'm going to I'm gonna find out if she was there on the day on in the Utah, day Salt Lake City, Jesus. Utah, when I saw Jesus at one of the uh, events that they had during the uh, Vaseo conference. But back to uh, what I was going to say is that in those 20 years, I did not know of this, what this devotional says. I, 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 I thought I was on again, off again. And you were. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> so you thought right. That <laughs> kid is good. He warned you. Well, as far and as I can tell, again. I was never on because yeah. I never, I didn't, um, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I didn't repent. Right. And I didn't, and I never asked for forgiveness. I only after a, you know, a night of drinking the next morning would say, oh God, please, if you, if you make this pain go away, I'll never drink again. I said that, but I don't know that that was actually asking well, you for forgiveness. Going to Bible study and I was going to Bible study, but then I'd go out and I'd carouse. Yeah. See, well, that's then, the thing is because you didn't have the Holy Spirit as the restraint. Right. So I think I, I, what I understand is that you were one of those tarrying along the way. <laughs> You're walking parallel. <laughs> but I'm afraid that there's others that are like me, that yes. you go to church on Sunday. Monkey and uh, yeah. You go out the driveway of the of the church, and you're right back to who you were before. Monkey and monkey out. <laughs> yes. And, and like me, I thought, well, I'm a Christian. I'm a good person. I'm obviously um, going to heaven. Famous last words. And then I would think, well, maybe I'm not, because I, I shouldn't have done that thing that I did last night. Or I should have said what I said to, you know, whoever. You know, and, and it was a constant where I was going, oh man, now I got to go to church. And that, you know, because I have a little bit of a Catholic, I have a little Catholic in me. <laughs> so there was this like tumbling through this faith, not even a faith. It was just uh, this religiosity. Yes. And I'm, and I'm so sad that I, I spent so much time there and, and didn't run into a, a pastor like Pastor Jack, who said, Listen. says the things he said, teaches from the Bible. Yeah. Well, no, but it warns you, listen, if you don't know yeah. with certainty that you're going to heaven, let's get right. Mm. Let's get right with God because you should know with certainty. I love the way Sass puts it. She says, once you know, you can't unknow. Happy for you. Yes. Thank you. Because Sass. that is absolutely true. Sass, I'd like to introduce you to my wife, Hedia. Hi, Sass. <laughs> Sass is, is amazing. Sassy. Yeah, you would love Sass. <laughs> She has a, a great history in uh, just in her life of, of music and rap and all kinds of stuff. Oh, awesome. and yeah. look, at she was there with you at Viseo in that magical, uh, fantastic, oh. not magical, not to use the word magic, so, spectacular so, day. I, yeah, I don't know if I talked to you after that or not. It's possible. I, you know, there was a lot of people there at Viseo and you and I, you know, kind of, we, I, we did an interview and that kind of stuff. But Sass, if you, uh, if I did not have the chance to tell you or if you've not heard my story, it was on during that. Uh, service when um, Rick was saying to uh, you know close your eyes and 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 reach out and and fill Jesus' face and you know and just call to him and a number of things that he he said and then suddenly Jesus was standing there in front of me and I saw him I felt his presence and I reached out and I felt like I could touch his face and it was all happening there at the Marriott in this room. Um, and then if you remember that there was a few people around us who fell to the ground and the convulsing and, convulsing and slobber coming out and sweating and, 
um, uh, uh, Courtney was praying over the, the girl that I was sitting next to who fell to the ground. And um, that was the, the moment that my life completely changed. I, it was never the same after that event. And Sass, I'm not sure how much you, you how long you were there. I mean, it's, it's, I only remember certain aspects of it. <clears throat> it was Jesus and the devil in that room <laughs> and Courtney, <laughs> Courtney just praying over people and having people lay hands on people. It was an amazing, amazing time, but it was life-changing. So Sass, that's uh, an event that I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. It was amazing. Um, and uh, glad you were there, but it was, um, it was life-changing, but, but before that, I clearly was not in a place where I was going to be going to heaven. I, I don't, I, I think I spent 25 years in a Christian church listening to messages, going to Bible studies, going to something called no regrets for nine months, feeling that I was doing the right thing. And yet I would have been one of those like, Hey, I was, I was supposed to go to heaven. And, and I would be there going, well, what, what the heck happened? That would be. Yes. Yikes. But thank God. Uh, thank God for all that. Happening. Thank God. And Sass says, uh, yeah. And it, she wondered what in the world was going on. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh. I'm glad. I'm so happy that so, that you uh, are here because sometimes I tell the story and I wonder if people say, is Andy making this whole thing up? I'm telling you, it was it was a crazy, crazy thing. And that's the best thing of all is I thought it was kooky until it happened to me. <laughs> yeah. You really can't appreciate the people who drop to the ground until you actually drop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, it was it's fantastic. I've never I experienced it. It was, it was amazing. And Lisa says, being a follower of Jesus is not a religion, it's a relationship. And Catholicism doesn't stress that. And that's, they have a lot of idolatry as a result. Mm -hmm. And she yep. also says, that's why it's important to read scripture. Amen. Absolutely. Sassa also says, I was raised Catholic and now I see that one, uh, that we are one removed from God. No effort to build a relationship with him. Yes. Mm -hmm. God willing. Uh, all Catholics will come to that realization. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yes. She had a seven-year health, uh, seven health, a seven-year health struggle is gone. Doctors are amiss. Wow. Fantastic. Huh. So you've been healed. That's fantastic. So it was a miraculous healing. It was a, like a divine healing. Great. That's awesome. I love that. Um. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to get into my whole story there, but I saw Sass yeah. and it's great to get, but it's great to get proof Yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. You know, every so often you, you're telling these stories and people say, yeah, you tell the story, but is, was there anybody else there? <laughs> well, she doesn't, she doesn't know if you saw Jesus, but she definitely yeah. knows everything else that happened. <laughs> yeah, it was kooky. Yeah, it was kooky. Um, I love those kooky meetings. Did you, did you realize right away when you, you left uh, Islam um, and then... There's a short period of time where you were kind of wandering and right. then Jesus and you met on YouTube one day. How, how quickly into that did you realize once you accepted Jesus Christ, asked for, uh, you know, forgiveness, um, did you realize that you were now heaven, heaven bound and were sure of it? Well, I, I mean, I'd spent 22 years in a religion where I was always wondering whether it was true. So once I knew, once Jesus identified to me that he was Lord, and then um, that freaked me out and I got scared. So then it was a couple months until he brought peace to my heart. And then I was baptized and then it was full bore. Like I was, mm. I was dunked. I was in the deep end. So wow. there was no period of, am I kind of saved? I mean, it was absolute surety. And even now when I talk to friends about 
the idea of losing your salvation, I, I actually get very angry. <laughs> because I'm like, my God does not revoke, does not give you salvation and revoke it. And I understand all of this stuff about walking away and the scripture about um, that, all the warnings about it being a narrow path and all of that. And I think all of that is addressing people like you, quite frankly, mm. is people who go about looking and acting and thinking they're a Christian, but not really having the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So I don't think anybody ever receives the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that is sealed into the day of redemption and then loses it. And I think that's what Spurgeon is trying to say in this devotional as well. You should not fear that. That should not be a doubt. So if there is that doubt, that is a doubt that's coming from God um, that you need to rectify. You need to get that straight with God. I hear you. Um, there is a part here that now, of course, I should have found out what you were talking and I didn't do that. Tell me what. Um, if I am a child of God, I will never lose it. It is securely mine as surely as if I was already there. Mm. I can't find it. But tell me what it's about. Well, I, I need it. I need it to refresh my memory. <laughs> no, it's, okay, it's, a, it's a word um, that's used, and I'm not sure what it Spires? means. Spires? No. <laughs> Where your. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, people. The inheritance is secure. Nope. We uh, caught up. Caught up. What does it mean to be caught up? That's a. But, oh, you mean when uh, rapture? Yeah, but he talks in here that when you get caught up. Um, really? Right here. So this is reserved for someone special and is being held for him alone. Someday he will be caught up to dwell with God forever. Does that mean just that simply that you die and you yes. rise up? Yes. Oh. That's the instance. He wasn't referring to the rapture in that. Oh. So caught up is just the, for those that believe uh, that... Uh, Jesus is Lord and Savior. They've asked for repentance and they ask for forgiveness. Those are people that get caught up. Nobody else gets caught up. No. They get cut down. He is the way, <laughs> he is the, way the truth, and the life. No one should come to the Father yeah. except through me. It's just one I'll of those stop. Christian. Sometimes there's these Christianese words, and I think, well, there's, there's got to be more meaning to it because I would never say I got caught up. I got caught up into something that got me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> those are the things I get caught up in, caught up in shenanigans. <laughs> I am again left speechless. Sometimes I can fake it and sometimes I just can't. I just uh Sass says that Courtney is a wonder. That's for sure. Courtney, yes. uh, if Courtney is a, another person that was at this Viseo is a company, it's a uh, multi-level marketing company uh that uh, Sass uh and uh, Courtney and all of us were at a conference. Uh but Courtney is a is a an amazing Christian yes. who uh, just, what do they call it? What do they call somebody that has just, is this extra something like she can feel certain things in the room. And I don't know, there's just seems she has there's a little bit a more lot of gifting, gifting. Yes. Yeah. She definitely has a lot of gifting and she was laying hands on these people that were de definitely demon possessed. I, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, yeah, she's a demon slayer. Yeah. Prayer warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god she did not give up 45 minutes at least on the maybe two hours on this girl that was on the ground did it, flopping end, around. Did it end up yeah leaving her? yeah oh nice good to hear. she didn't give up that's awesome that yeah, was awesome um lisa says uh she agrees 100 you can't lose your salvation 
and perspective. I'm not sure what that was in reference to. You said quite a bit of things, but a seer. <laughs> a seer. No, she's. I don't think she's so much into being a seer, but she's a healer and she's a prayer warrior. Definitely. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, let's get to the scripture. Um, actually, can you do Jim Ryman's scripture oh. first? Because these are about the sureties of salvation, and I think it's great to read some of them. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, how many of us hope against hope for a heavenly inheritance? Again, we shouldn't be hoping, we should be sure. Yet our inheritance is more real and secure than anything here on earth. Amen. In fact, three times the Apostle Paul tells us of its guarantee. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Now it is God who has made for us this very purpose and has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. So he says that again. Therefore, we are always confident. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 5 and 6. And then finally, having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. And finally, he ends with a prayer. Father, thank you for the deposit of your Holy Spirit, the very life of Jesus Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that's Col uh, Colossians 1, 27. That is also the amazing thing is that I, you know, all these things that I've learned after being in the faith for 20 some odd years is that he actually dwells inside of us. Yes. I don't know why that's such a revolutionary thing with me that I learned this for the very first time. How is it possible? I was in his church almost every Sunday for 20 years and never and never knew that. How well, is that see, possible? But certain wisdom of the Bible is not open to those who have not received the spirit. So um, it is. So the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. Mm -hmm. So you don't have ears to hear and you don't have eyes no. to see. That's the way God's designed it. And uh, I'm not even saying that they didn't even, that whatever it could have pastor, been talked about. He could have been talking about but it. You didn't have ears to I hear. Did, I never knew what they were talking about. And that's the miracle of the gospel. And that's the miracle of how the Lord works in us. And I heard this uh, great lecture by this pastor today about the importance of when you realize that the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you, he never leaves you. He's always present. But if we want to be conscious of that presence, then it is important. So he, he listed a couple of things, holiness and practicing holiness. So we practice holiness so that we could hear. So our perception is not clouded by our flesh, flesh, desires, lust, sin, all those things that separate us from the power of God. So um, there's a certain amount of holiness and faith, knowing that he is indwelling. And believing that he is indwelling and believing mm -hmm. he is a, a consciously knowing that and calling that to your attention. And then atmosphere. He's saying that it's 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 so important to realize that we are vessels of the Holy Spirit. So meaning we are vessels of God, not to grieve the Holy Spirit. So in other words, we are careful of the words we use, the places we go, the things we see, the atmosphere around us that could cloud our ability to hear him and his commands to us mm. and his advice to us and his consolation to us. And so it is, it, it's basically saying, wow, can I take the Holy Spirit um, to watch this movie? Or should I be taking the Holy Spirit to have the, to go out to dinner with these people and engage in all kinds of like raunchy conversation? Like, am I grieving that Holy Spirit? And though it's not 
um, sin in our minds, we uh, cloud our ability to perceive him. He's always there, mm -hmm. but, and he's never, uh, it's just our perception of him loses clarity based on the way we, we operate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You, you see an example of that is when the, as a, as a child, the TV becomes your God, where that's the only thing you see. And the parents around you, when they're talking to you, they, they, they don't, yeah, they go, <laughs> hey, Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> hey, Johnny. And then you have to turn off the TV in order to get his attention. Yes. And it's like the same, the world has our attention and we're so caught up. <laughs> I didn't mean to use that word, but caught up in the, the world that you can't hear God. You can't oh, hear the Holy Spirit. And he gave this amazing example because he was about to preach. And he said he felt when he went to pray, he was in his hotel room. He was praying before going down to the meeting. And he said he felt such a heavy manifestation of the Spirit on him that he wanted to hold on to it until he went to the stage. Mm. So he said as he came down and he met his um, students and people on his staff, they were engaging in all kinds of conversation, nothing sinful. He says they were talking about where they were going to eat and, you know, like there was a football game on. They were talking about football. And he says, and he felt the magnitude of this de decrease. And so then he walked away and he said, and then there was a TV set on. And he said there was nothing wrong with what was on the screen. It was the news. And he said, but, but diverting his attention to it also started to decrease the power of his presence. So he told everybody, I'm going to go sit in the car, put his earphones in and listen to worship music because he didn't want that sense of the Holy Spirit to dissipate. Hmm. And I feel that all the time, like in worship at, at church, I'm so focused and I feel like such a presence of the Spirit. And I could hear the Lord saying things to me and then I get distracted. I suddenly start to think about what we're going to eat after. Yeah. And it disappears. And it disappears. it's yes. not because he left. It's because that tunnel vision to what the Lord is communicating to us. And he's, and he's always trying to communicate something to us. The distraction cuts it off. Mm. And so it's not even sin that cuts it off. It's just um, distraction. Yep. You know, since we had that discussion where I talked about how I look at the drummer and what the singers are wearing, that how is it possible that they didn't look in the mirror before they got up on stage to all those things that I've been so much better. It's okay. like talking about it. And I, that's why I always, years ago, even before you joined me on these devotionals, I told people, I said, I do these devotionals for me. You think I'm doing them for you? <laughs> but later on, it became a little bit about all of us. But it's so helpful to share these things and talk about these things. And that's one of the things that really helped was sharing that, you know, I get so distracted by the people on the stage during worship. And you were saying, well, you got to just cut that out, Andy. Listen, <laughs> close your eyes. listen to the words, close your eyes. And I don't know if you know, you're, you're busy with your eyes closed. I know, but I've been closing my eyes a lot more. Oh, and as you. soon as I start looking at what the drummer's doing, because the drummer oh. distracts me. I love drummers and I love to watch them work. Um, as soon as I see that, feel myself doing that, I close my eyes. It's so awesome, it's, isn't it? Yes, it's so much better. Because that, that, that worship... I, you know, I'm, I believe is not necessarily designed. It's designed to praise God for him to hear us sing his praises and sing his name and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure. But it's also to prepare us for the word that's going to be spoken by the pastor. There's another it's preparing our hearts, preparing our hearts. And so often it would distract my heart. Mm. Uh, but uh, it, it's been 
great to talk about it. That's what makes having small groups and home churches and uh, people that you can uh, talk to as uh, fellow Christians that talk about the things you struggle with, whether it's things you struggle with, with a marriage as a Christian a man or a woman to uh, a Christian parent uh, to uh, just talk through the things that may seem, um, you know, it, it may be something that you don't necessarily want to share, but uh, uh, there's really nothing new under the sun. Yes. And so you should find those people that you can share those things with because yes, it, 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 it'll help you just cut some of these nasty things out that you do, whether it's, you know, uh, pornography or lust or whatever it is, or being distracted by the drummer during worship. Yeah. Talking about it can, uh, can help you kind of push some of those things aside so you can focus awesome. on God's word. And I, uh, so I want to share something. I don't know if I shared it. I don't think I did, but I just think that this was this wonderful um, message that I had heard from the Lord. So once I've been, of course, with the sound, uh, with my obsession with heaven comes asking the Lord to hear the sounds of heaven. Um, I wanted to hear the angels. <laughs> and, and so I kept asking during worship to hear the sounds of heaven. And I heard the Lord say, this, the saints are the sounds of heaven. And he was referring to the worship, the corporal worship in the church. And I was just blown away because at that minute it was so, and there's proof of this in the book of Revelation that um, uh, when John goes up to uh, the heavens, he hears the saints worshiping. Mm -hmm. And so that is, that's a biblical concept that the Lord says that the sounds of heaven are the worship of the saints. And so I was just thinking to myself, wow, that is so beautiful. Cause then when you focus, you're just like, these are the sounds. And I just, and when I lose focus, I keep saying that to myself, these are the sounds of heaven. These are the sounds of heaven, the worship of the saints. And um, it also helps me to um, dive deeper and jump yes. closer. Very cool. My little tidbit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Lisa says, yeah, thank you. I enjoy watching Hedy expand on scripture. Those who are sealed know they are his forevermore. Amen. And I do not know what WWJD is. Do you? Worldwide. Jesus. And Ivor says, distraction is a tool of the enemy. For sure. WWJD. I feel like I should know what WWJD is. I feel like I do, but I can't. Can't pull it up. Can't pull it up from my mind's dictionary. Yes. Um, did we get to the scripture? No. We no, went we straight to, to, what would Jesus do? Oh, I knew I, I knew what that was. Oh, right. I knew it. Oh, you bay. Second Timothy 4, 8, Hedia. Thank you. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Mm. He was 4, 9. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And there's some of these scriptures, um, one of that I've been referring to about being sealed into the day of redemption is this, Ephesians 4.30, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And then John 6.47, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. And then Romans 8.38 and 39, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, no powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mm. That's a goodie. Yes. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. 
Very cool. So I don't want to keep Lisa Wood on uh, pins and needles any longer. Uh, today, we had our class finally that we've been asking for prayer for, for Liberty Ed Ed, uh, which is um, a high school uh, that Jack, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs has put together there at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. You know much more details about it, what the, what the plan is? No. Um, they're still looking for a building. They're looking for a building uh, in a location to create their own school, their own yes. high school. Um, I'm guessing as time goes on, it'll be, you know, all the grades from K to 12 at some point. That's what I I'm, would guess the hope is. But right now, uh, we have been asked to teach a class uh, essentially called the Introduction to Law Enforcement, where Hetty and I are teachers to, um, to high school students. Yeah. Uh, they're ages 14 to 17. Yes. And um, today was our first day. And how did it go, Hedia? I think it went great. Yes, you were you were in your in your element. <laughs> I like the attention, the attend hut. Yeah, really. Yes, I did. Yes, and so Teaching I discipline. I pulled a fast one on the kids. Uh, uh, to start off, I taught them how to uh, go to attention uh, when a an authority enters uh, the room. That would be Hetty or I. Or the essentially the principal, I guess you would call him. Yes, the principal. So the principal enters the room, or we enter the room. Uh, one person I designated to say ten hut, and all the students will stand at attention uh, at the side of their chair with their hands along their seams of their pants, their thumbs on the seams of their pants, looking straight ahead. Little do they know we're going to go a little bit further with this as uh, the days go on. But we got them started with the. Oh, good! Hut. I'm yeah. excited because I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to do it to them on the first day too when you're not there. Yes. So that's not the whole class. I didn't do that for an hour and a half, uh, but then went on to just talking about um, the hiring process and what it is they need to know and prepare themselves. And I and I was hoping, uh, and one of the, our hopes, I think uh, I could you would agree with me, is that we would like at least these. Uh, right now we have fourteen kids in the class. That these fourteen kids will uh, leave our class with a stronger conviction to um, to to uh, be close to God to stay out of trouble, to stay, to continue to be educated and to put themselves in a position uh, for success yes, and not mediocrity and to not get tied up in things that will uh, cost them the, the possibility of, of being in law enforcement or anything, you know, just, just have a good clean record and to be good, strong um, Americans as Amen. they go forward in their life. That's our, that's our goal. Uh, so today dealt with, you know, what it is they need to know about, you know, background checks that they're going to get. They're going to have a, uh, 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 you know, a um, what's called an oral exam in front of three people that will grill them a background investigation where they'll go and talk to their neighbors and their friends and their employers and look into their driving records and that kind of stuff. Their social media. I didn't touch that today. Yeah, but, I figured we'd do that in a separate class. Yes. Um, and that kind of stuff. So I think it started off pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. And so it, I hate to use this word cute. That's always been a word that I've avoided with all my, all my being, but uh, there is one, uh, a couple just little tiny kids that are in there and in there. It's just, they're interested in there. He was this one little kid. He must got to be four foot tall. And he comes up and says, I just want to thank you for this class. And he came up and shake my hand. Nice firm handshake. Oh, Behind them came this girl, a uh, young girl, a uh, very sweet girl with a hat on. I forget what her name was, but she came up and shook my hand, like, boom, looked me in the eyes and says, I wanted to thank you for this class. My dad's a police officer, and I'm just so happy to be here and really enjoyed what you taught today. Oh, oh 
And then her mom came in afterwards and says, oh, I'm such and such mom. And I wanted to thank you for putting this class on. And oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I'm sorry you missed it. You had to, she had to leave to pick up our kids, but uh, it was, it was really good. That's awesome. I was really happy. So um, yeah. So um, we started off on a good note and it was due to your guys, uh, all of your prayers. I'm sure. Yes, thank we you. We really do appreciate it. All right, but there were people saying there on our chat. Uh, Lisa's saying, um, I mentioned that because when you guys were talking about the relationship with the Holy Spirit and how we harm the Holy Spirit when we bring him into spaces that are unholy. Um, ah, gotcha. We got the connection now. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. And Iris has a good thing to tell us here. After my husband's heart surgery while still in the hospital, he would tell me he would hear the angels singing. Oh, I love that. Maybe one day I'll get to hear that too. For now, I just heard the saints. I didn't get to hear the angels yet. Man, I, I'm thinking back when I was in the hospital uh, on my on my deathbed. I, I think if I would have heard the angels singing, I would have thought that I was I'm going ready to go. Yeah. Well, you know, he was very close to to death, so maybe that's why. Uh, maybe I wasn't as close as I thought. Well, and I mean, I think it's <laughs> the importance of listening um, to really taking to heart the stories of the Bible. Is remember all throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, the prophets and then the disciples and then the apostles, disciples turned into the apostles, mm -hmm. uh, heard sounds from heaven. And some of them were transported to heaven and some of them had visions of heaven. Mm. So the distance between the third heaven and the earth is not far. In, in God's spatiality, there's no, there's no uh, distinction. Right. So for us, those things are accessible to us um, if we... If we are just sincere enough to ask, to pray, and the Lord wants to open it, it's up to him. You know, on that night that they said that I might not make it, mm -hmm. I actually, I, I now I'm trying to remember what I was doing, but I, I, I was playing worship music pretty loud in my room, and I didn't all through the night. So oh. it's possible the angels were singing. I just couldn't hear them past, uh, you know, whoever I had on singing. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to music. Maybe they were singing along with my music. Yeah, there you go. And saying, congratulations, Andy. Oh, thanks. And he had coded after the surgery while in ICU, wow. but survived. Yes. So was that the time that he heard the angels when he coded? Or was it just... Um, throughout. Throughout. Because I wonder if there's this like elevated consciousness when your body has failed. Mm. And your spirit is almost free, you know, so... That's uh, that like that may be a very distinct time when the Lord opens certain things to you mm -hmm. because, you know. One of the angels are saying, we're not ready for you yet. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was afterwards and more than once. Ah, that's glorious. Lucky him. Uh, wow. And what, Lisa's saying, oh. I'm going to leave those. I'm not going to do those. Uh, what a gift. Randy Acorn's book, Heaven. Yes. Amen. Still, as we've said before, I encourage everyone to pick those that book up. It's awesome. And then I was. That's yeah, I read that one first. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't think um, I got that far to where I heard the angels singing. But again, I was just playing music so much in there. That was my my thing that got me through through the weeks. Listen, a lot of worship music. Didn't listen to Stairway to Heaven or... Creating the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Say, Lord, I'm ready. Going through Smith Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth and I became really good friends uh, during that period of time, too. 
Um, anything else in relationship to the devotional or the, the class? Oh, no. I no. think we covered it. Yes. Very cool. Thank you all yeah. for joining us. Waiting for another comment to come up. I felt like there was another one coming. <laughs> well, <laughs> we are part of the Edify Christian Podcast Network, edifi.app. Download, subscribe. Uh, it would be fantastic for us to subscribe to our episode. Share this content. Like and subscribe. Hit the bell to get notified when we go live. Unfortunately, the schedule is still kind of erratic. Uh, and if you uh, hit the bell to subscribe, then you'll get notified. We try. We de- we now are pretty diligent about posting before we go on. Yes. So at least if you've hit the bell on YouTube, also Facebook, or is it just the bell on YouTube that would they'd be notified ahead of time? Well, on Facebook, there's a sub- subscribe button or a, get a reminder. There's a button that says remind me or re- you know, set a reminder. Notif- oh, great. Yep. And I think even on um, uh, LinkedIn, there is too, if I'm not mistaken. I think there is too. Oh, on LinkedIn. nice. If okay. People are watching LinkedIn. On occasion, we'll get some people from LinkedIn. Uh, this is this. I always like your episodes on Edify. Oh, isn't it the same? It should be the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's just without us. Oh, she doesn't yeah. have to put up with my whatever my hairdo of the day or whatever is going on. There was a notification before your episode came up on Facebook. That's how I got here on time for, for a change. <laughs> oh, nice. Very okay, good. Because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be diligent about uh, posting those notifications uh, to give people advance notice. And Sass, we're glad that you caught us too and oh, glad that you're feeling so better. Glad. And uh, yeah, look forward to hearing more about your story. Uh, we should connect and see what's uh, hear what's going on with you and how the healing occurred and all the all the details would be awesome. Yes. And uh, that is all. And Iris says, me too. Very good. <laughs> Thank you all. We love you. God bless. God bless. Until we see you again. Take care. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.